Welcome to this week's Smallest Guys podcast. This podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1. Dennis Cater, welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Nate. So, we have been talking... Um, I looked at all of our podcasts. We had 41 episodes our first year, 37 different states listening to us, and 14 different countries. Um, not bad for the first 14 episodes. Not not bad at all. And, um, you know, we, we've talked about this a few times. And just so everybody knows, we're kind of rehashing 2020 as it has been a bit of a rodeo this year. Um, and kind of looking back at where we've been and where we want to go. Uh, in, in 2021. Um, so that's kind of the focus of today's episode. We don't have any guest speakers. We are the guest speakers. We've never just talked. We never have. No. So this is kind of like a wrap up of 2020. Yeah. And actually an it's intro. a wrap up of three years, kind of. True. A wrap up of three years. Yeah. A wrap up for a small cast for 2020. Yes. 41 episodes. Um, this is going to be our very first episode of season two. So hoping to make 52 episodes this year. Um, I think since we started the podcast, we missed one week uh, last year. We started on March 16th, and between March 16th and last week, we've missed one one week. Right, right. Uh, I think we were both on vacation that week or something. So. so the biggest message to everybody out there is, if you'd like to be on the Smallscast podcast, <laughs> let us know, um, and we can get you on. There's 52 weeks, so we need 52 speakers, um, and we'd love to have you on. Um you know, this is an opportunity for you to talk about your company, talk about yourselves, um, and also to get the word out about, you know, what you've learned with regards to your company and growing your company, uh, good and bad. And um, also just to get the word and message out about what your services, what, what your company offers and the services they offer. Um, it's free. And uh, as Nate said, it's it's getting out there. Um, that's a couple things we wanted to talk about today really is you know, what, what's happened since we started recording this podcast, which was always in the works. The reason I said that this is kind of over the last three years is we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. And then we actually started buying the equipment and looking at doing, actually doing it uh, late last year around um, October, November timeframe. And we had just acquired like cheap equipment to start doing the podcast. I have to stop you there. Uh-huh. No, we originally had professional studio time set aside oh, yeah one studio up in That's springs Colorado springs and yeah. one studio in pueblo yes united states space force and the space force association we had booked as our very first 
um, podcast, podcast uh, for March 16th of this year. Yep. And, and then, I remember to the, almost to the minute, it was on that Friday before the 16th, so that would have been the 13th of March, which Friday the 13th, I received an email uh, from OEdit um, stating that the government had just shut down um, the libraries. a lot of the libraries and the yeah. studios, and I was receiving emails from the studios that we had booked saying, you can't come in Monday, and I kind of freaked out. And started looking online at Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. Yep. And to this day, I still, I met a lady in Southside Walmart of Pueblo. <laughs> um, it for, was snowing out. She was in a white Lexus. For your podcast drug for deal. For a podcast drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> where I got her talked down to, because remember, we had nothing. Um, right. I guess before that, I guess I did buy a recorder. Yeah, we, you had started Craigslist. to get some yeah, things. Yeah, I, I was thinking about doing some, because remember, we were going to do stuff. At, at events, right? We're yes. going to record sound bits at and events. And we still are. We still are going to. <laughs> and I still have that gear. Um, but I didn't have all the gear we needed for a podcast, especially I didn't have microphones, none of that. Right. So I met this lady, in, not only at the parking lot of Southside Walmart. <laughs> it wasn't at night, but it was snowing out. And it was like the back. She's like, I want to meet in the back of the parking lot. And I'm like, oh. And if you know anything about Pueblo, Pueblo's a great city, but Southside Walmart, Sometimes it's not the best place to be by at yourself. Night, at night by yourself so in the back parking lot. She pulls up in this in white Lexus. And I'm like, okay, this is different. And I paid her $10. She handed me a bag, a Walmart bag, that had two microphones in it. An old Shure microphone and an, uh, I think it was like a, either like a My Little Pony or Princess microphone <laughs> from an old karaoke machine. So that's what we bought for 10 bucks. And uh, so that's why if you go on our website at thesmalls.org and look at our podcast page, you'll see the very first episode we recorded Monday morning, I think it was. Um, With the My Little Pony microphone. No, no, it was, it was the other <laughs> microphone. But I didn't, have a, I didn't have a stand for it. I had nothing. And I wasn't yeah. about to hold it for an hour. So I literally hung it from an old uh, camera tripod, the handle of a camera tripod using rubber bands. And that's how... It the started. Cast got started. So, so since then, um, we've interviewed over 40 companies and service providers. Um, I kind of lumped them into a group of, you know, we talked to government, small business offices. Um, we had several professional organizations. We had AFCA and the Colorado Small Business Roundtable um, on the podcast. We've had quite a few small companies um, in the space, cyber, and training arenas. Um, we also had a large number of support services, and I think that that's important because we talk about the government contracting ecosystem, and it's made up of these different organizations that all support each other. And the support services, we had marketing companies on, we had digital media companies, we've had insurance, uh, benefits companies, staffing um, storage companies. So like Pueblo Plex down in Pueblo where, you know, you can put all your stuff into, um, we've had, uh, legal companies on a couple lawyers. Um, we've had PTAC and SBDC on as well as the Catalyst Campus a few times. Um, the different aspects of the Catalyst Campus, um, some financial services. And then, um, we also had GovMates and Alphabrook who are located in Virginia. And, and that's another topic I wanted to talk about a little bit is that, you know, because of COVID, as we weren't getting out and doing meetings, 
we kind of picked up on the podcast uh, theme and effort and then webcast. What we've been able to offer people uh, via our calendar and newsletter and the podcast is not just a local experience where we're just talking to local companies anymore. Um, really across the ecosystem at large across the United States, we've gone from local events being really national and or international events. As Nate mentioned, the podcast now is being heard internationally, which is crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm I think hearing, they just like our accents. Well, and I'm hearing more and more. <laughs> it's funny you say that because some of the people we've had on are really bad accents. But, <laughs> but uh, I was just listening, telling Nate earlier, we were listening to, I was listening to some other um, podcast and they were talking about how they had held a conference and typically they'd have like a thousand people actually show up. But when they did it virtually, 5,000 people showed up and not just from San Diego, wherever the conference was, it was all over the planet. And, you know, we're finding that more and more. And we, we joked around a couple of weeks ago about just Nate, um, because we were attending a webinar with the company back East and, um, she saw that his <laughs> name was just Nate. She assumed maybe he's French or German or something. And so she kept on calling him just, just, are you there just? And he wasn't answering cause you know, he's just <laughs> Nate. And so anyways, he is now just Nate at uh, work. By the way, well, part of this podcast, I'll probably have to tell that story. How how, you became just how I know. Well, that's part of it. I think we told that last episode that you weren't on um, how I became just, um, but how I came, became just Nate. There's, there's a story behind that one too, but okay. Do you want to tell it now? No, but do you want to tell it now? <laughs> well, I don't want to interrupt. Well, well I then, did, then the, other, the other thing we've done recently is we started talking to construction companies. Um, you know, construction companies are government contractors as well. And there actually is billions of dollars in the construct government construction arena, uh, particularly in support of the Army Corps of Engineers. But across the board, they're building a big um, um, space command headquarters or some kind of space headquarters over at Shreveport. Million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, and I know Fort Carson's got all kinds of construction stuff going on. So that's a, a community that we haven't really talked to much, but you know, as, as far as the ecosystem, I think they are a, a large part as well. And then one of the other areas that um, I still want to branch out to is manufacturing, where we talked to some more of the manufacturers because uh, Nate and I both agree that that is a key component to the government contracting ecosystem is the ability to package the ability to create and build products. We need manufacturers and so um, if you are a manufacturer or a company out there that knows manufacturers, we'd love to talk to you guys and bring you in on the podcast and also just to get to, to know you, you, that community a little more. Um, so I'll take that one. That, I, that has been kind of my goal down in Pueblo. We've got a lot of manufacturers on Pueblo. And I've attended a few of the events, um, but once again, due to COVID, um, since the podcast really started, I haven't really reached out to them. So I need to do that and reach out to, um, my contacts down in Pueblo, get some of those guys on our podcast. You know, they, when I, I did tour a lot of the factories down in Pueblo and we've got factories anywhere. I've toured factories from, um, water sewer pipes to, um, specialized, uh, fabrication places that do nothing but fab specialized fab for the aerospace department. We have them down in Pueblo. Um, I talked with, for example, train, right? Every, so that's what people don't understand that when we talk part of the, the entire ecosystem, when I was building systems at Honeywell, we had to buy products, right? We, uh, when we're building an entire facility from ground up, breaking ground, you not only need construction guys, you need survey guys, you need 
you need thermostats on the wall. You need all this other stuff. Janitorial services. A hundred percent. Porta potties. And matter of fact, that's actually big service. <laughs> it you is. know, I, I was on a contract once where the my leadership, I was not in a leadership, I was in a, a lead engineer role, but not a leadership role as far as the company wise. And uh, they had asked me, hey, when you go out to this site, because I was traveling like 80% of my time, they actually wanted me to try to count how many how many people janitor janitors are working there because they were trying to build a, a case to go after that contract. Yeah. So you're right. It's, it's everything. It's, well, and now janitorial services has really turned into sanitary cleaning services for buildings. So it's not just going in and trash and, and latrines and all that kind of stuff. It's actually going in and wiping down, you know, doorknobs and, and tables and handles and all the rest of the stuff where, people are working in, you know, it's, it's sanitizing the areas now for COVID. And I think that those trends are going to kind of continue. So again, you know, the, the ecosystem is huge. Um, and we would like to be the hub that represents all of those aspects of the ecosystem. Um, and so, you know, we invite you uh, listeners, if you know of companies or you are a company and you'd be interested in being on the podcast, please contact us. Um, I do want to talk a couple more things about, you know, what we've learned in 2020 and then kind of where we're going with 2021, um, you know, so we've done the podcast. We're, we're getting relatively decent at it. Um, it's obviously better to have people here um, than, <laughs> than call in. Um, so, you know, again, we'll see kind of how things play out. Um, we did revamp our website this year. So if you have an opportunity and have not been to our website, please look at it and give us feedback on this stuff. Give us feedback on the podcast. Give us feedback on the um, website. Um, we also um, started doing greater collaboration with other organizations virtually. And if you've paid attention to the calendar of events, you'll note that because of COVID, everybody's doing everything virtually. And so you can attend, you know, the AUSA conference. You can attend the, um, you know, back East. You can attend um, cybersecurity events or, or whatever. DCAA is about to do an event for uh, government contractors on their accounting systems. Again, all free, all and I've virtual. I've noticed a lot of them are free. Most of them are free still. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I have seen some though that have tried to keep their price the exact same way. Yeah, and I see them kind of failing, right? Yeah, because they're they're. You're, I was just actually talking with somebody earlier today. Um, hopefully, a potential future employee here. Um, and we had that very discussion because they had asked me, "Well, are you looking for people that can work remote too?" And and that's obviously always on the docket, especially now because of 2020. I mean, right. I'm not saying no matter what your political ideology behind the whole virus is, whatever. Um, the one thing I can say about this I, is it, it's it's taught, especially on the DOD side, the government side, that things can be done remotely. Yep. Now, with that being said, I think you still lose something by having your entire team remote and not you miss a, a, the energy Right. That's created. And I think that's the same way with on the podcast. Right now, you and I are sitting across from a table eight feet apart from each other. If we were across on the phone, we wouldn't have the same energy and it wouldn't sound the same on this podcast. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. Well, I never sound good on the podcast anyway. So um, maybe I can adjust your voice here. No, I don't higher pitch. I don't speak lower. Um, So so I wrote down a couple of things. What what I've learned over, you know, with the um, this last year on all these podcasts. You're more prepared than I am. I didn't write is, it down. I know, is um, the biggest lesson I got and heard over and over again is if you're a government contractor, the biggest way to succeed and move things forward is to network, network, network. Um, that's the biggest key to success, right? 
and then to collaborate with others. Um, and again, that, that is why I said the small started. Um, and that is what we'll try to continue to do is provide opportunities for people to network and collaborate and grow, right? That's our motto. And that's kind of the, the real driver. Another one was diversity, uh, diversity of the market. So again, what we try to bring uh, via the podcast and also via our meetings when we get to have them and other activities is bring in a diverse set of people, a diverse set of companies. Um, you know, most of the time, some companies can go after proposals or, or um, um, opportunities themselves. But I would argue that, you know, 99% of the time now we have to go in as a team. And so, you know, having companies that can support the areas where you're weak at is super critical. And I'd say that for the ecosystem and growing your company, that's the same as, you know, if you look at all the thing people we've had on our podcast, the majority of them are service providers. And why? Because you as a small government contractor have gaps in your capability. You know, you're not necessarily the SME on IT or finance or legal aspects or whatever it is and banking finance. You know, we talked to those alternative lending companies. Those were great. Um, you know, there's all these things that you as an individual or you as a small company don't have internally. And so you need these other support assets. Um, and then the other thing that I learned, the real big thing out of 2020 was, as I mentioned earlier, what you do locally. And I heard this a long time ago is focus locally, um, but with the mindset of globally. Right. And so uh, I think that's really come to fruition in 2020 where. You know, we, we focused on just locally having a podcast, talking to people, but it has grown not just regionally, but nationally and now even internationally. And, and I would suggest that if you have an online presence, you are always in that mode. Everything you do is really international because everybody can see and hear everything now. And so I think that, you know, again, act locally, but think uh, globally is kind of a, a motto for um, 2020. And then as we move into 2021. I like it. So you mentioned diversity. Um, uh, part of my lessons learned um, box, if you will, is a lot of people said there's so much risk to, you know, for years and years I heard you can't work remote. There's too much risk in that. It's too risky or people aren't going to actually work or which obviously now people are seeing that's that's not the case. Um, work can get done. Matter of fact, in, in most cases, I think people, uh, com companies or the government or is seeing that more work is probably getting done than in some work. cases, in some cases, some people's golf handicaps going <laughs> way down too. <laughs> but you know, but why, do, why does that matter though? Right. It, it, once again, as long as the work is getting done. Yeah. Now I know government contracting, it's, it's, you have to come well, for every six get, minutes of your if day. If you get paid by the hour versus the product. Yes. Correct. But, but I think in general, we need, we're getting to that point now where, where a lot of the United States and businesses are saying, Look, I, I don't care if you work 60 hours this week or if you work 30 hours this week. As long as the job is done, um, it really doesn't matter. And I think people's, even though that people are getting depressed because they're st stuck at home, I think part of it, I think they do have joy um, in possibly doing some of that. Some some people have jo find, find joy in this. I wouldn't be surprised if government contracts change slightly where... You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be by the hour, it might turn more product. You know, it's going to be like project management has really turned things into completing projects and not always by, I mean, for pricing, you have to kind of guess hours and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, I think the product's what's going to matter more. So, well, more so than the, you had hit on, on this, on the kind of ecosystem earlier and 
you know, as, as I was saying, a lot of, a lot of people said that it's risky. It's risk, more yeah. risk. I was always taught to look instead of the cup, the cup is half empty. Um, the cup is half full. So I look at those risks as being opportunities, right? For example, we had companies on here that um, had nothing to do, have never had a government contract, never thought that they would even go after a government contract. Right. But as we brought them on, it was one that I was traveling up to North Dakota with. Yeah, or even the the lady last week. Exactly. So you talk to them and you're like, well, yeah, that could be used on any Air Force or military base. There's lots of ideas for that. And they're like, well, we never even thought about that. So once again, it's, it's like you said, Network, network, network. Yep. Um, I think the opposite is true too, where you can take government contracting skills and take that over the commercial side. That may be a little harder perhaps, but I think that that's actually, you know, we need to think about that as well. And back under your diversity thing before you leave that, I did want to make a note about, you know, we need, um, you know, the, there's this whole kind of idea about, you know, it's this male dominated world and society, white male. And, and I don't want to get into this whole piece here, but, I do recognize that, you know, we've had a lot of women on here, um, a lot of women leaders, and I think in government contracting, that is growing more and more as well. Um, And I think that's a really good thing. Same with minorities and veterans. Um, Some of the contracts now are coming out, a lot more are coming out. Um, I know there was a report recently that said um, on small businesses, and I don't think it reported minorities necessarily, but small businesses actually are not making more money. They're kind of staying where they were at while larger companies are making more money. So there's, there's a recognition now that minority owned businesses, um, as well as small businesses need to become more of a, um, a focus for the government. So I think that for 2021 and moving forward, I think that that's going to be, um, also kind of a, an issue that comes out, um, more and more, um, to try to get that diversity of businesses as well as business leaders and that kind of stuff moving forward. And again, another, another plug for the podcast, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're a veteran owned company, woman owned small business company, uh, minority owned small business, I'm trying to get the minority chambers in here to talk a little bit, but, but if you're uh, represent those industries or those businesses, please, again, let's talk. Cause I think we need to get you on the podcast and, you know, like to hear about what you guys are doing and where you're going. Um, it's exciting stuff. And I think the whole government ecosystem right now is going to go through some shifts. Um, it is with 2020. I think that's going to continue in 2021. And we'd really like to hear from you guys. Um, you know, again, not just you on the podcast talking about things, but also, you know, if you want to contact us virtually or however, I think that that's really important. So <laughs> I know I throw a lot yeah, out there. Yeah, you threw a lot out there, man. I, I have I one more thing. Up. Okay. Well, the finish, last thing I want to talk about thing. is uh, moving into 2021. Um, Let's do that after break. Oh, you want to take a break? Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Okay. We're uh, like normal into this, and we're gonna hear hear a quick break and a quick note from our sponsors. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Chaffa, the Colorado Housing and Finance Authority. Since 1974, Chaffa has strengthened Colorado by investing in community development and affordable housing. Chaffa's community development team partners with lenders across the state to offer the financing you need to grow your business. Talk to your local lender about Chaffa's Cash Collateral Support Program, which helps small and medium-sized businesses access capital that would otherwise be unavailable due to collateral shortfalls. To learn more, visit chfainfo.com. Welcome back to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast, Season 1, or sorry, holy cow, Season 2, 
episode one. This is awesome. This is crazy. Two seasons of podcast. People said, and you were one of them that says, yeah, we can just do like once a month. You thought I was crazy when I said we were going to do I once did, a week. I did think you're, I didn't think we'd get enough people to come on to speak once a week. You also thought I was crazy for doing forty minutes to an hour at a time. I did. You probably you still think that? I still think that. We're already twenty five minutes I, into this podcast. I know. It's just been, you and I. I've been talking way too much. I, I'm, 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 I'm severely caffeinated today. <laughs> Yesterday would have been really bad. So what, before we move <clears> on, real quick, I want to talk real quick. So first of all, I just want to do another shout out. So you guys just heard from Chaffa, one of our sponsors. We told the story about how we were trying to get um, where we had to we had to come up and get our own gear. So if you listen to the first, I don't know, two, three months of our podcast, it was okay, but it took us a lot of time to do post-production on these podcasts to clean it up because of the quality of the gear. Well, so we had two major sponsors that I want to thank. I want to thank Chaffa, and I want to thank Publoplex, both of which ponied up, got us a little bit of cash, and um, that's how we bought our podcasting gear. We've got professional quality podcasting gear, um, and uh, it, it's made a world of difference on my post-production part that I have to work on. Um, and then we also have another sponsor. We have um, Quantum Research International is, is also a partner of ours, and we're, and, uh, we're actually recording from their office um, most of our podcasts are recorded right here in our offices. So um, I want to say thank you to them as well. So um, that's a huge deal. And also Archer Jordan provided some funding too for sponsorship. Yep. Archer Jordan did provide funding. Um, so if you are in need of any fringe benefits, contact them. Um, they have uh, been been gracious enough to, to provide us with some information and some, uh, some funding um, that helped actually us develop our website. So that's what we use that those funds for. Um, so if anybody out there is actually listening and wants to be a sponsor, um, contact us as well. We also have uh, many, um, you can contact us at, at from, from the website, actually, the smalls.org. We've got all of our emails out there. Um, and uh, hopefully 2021, as we get more and more sponsorship, we'll even get better and better equipment um, to make this better. And then hopefully once we start having our events, um, you know, Dennis, you and I talked about having vlogs, you know, just quick um, grabbing a company, a small business or uh, whoever's there at these events, networking events and uh, doing a quick five minute interview there and po posting all of it on our website. So I'm excited. Um, hopefully the world will get back to normal. And, and I refuse to say the word new normal. Um, to me, it's just normal. So, yeah. Um, so that, that's a good lead into, you know, we start talking about 2021. Um, this, this last year um, in, I think June, we were planning it and then we slipped it to September. Uh, we were going to host a uh, government small business outreach event where we had all of the um, Colorado based, if you will, small business offices. So um, U.S. Space Force, all the bases here in Colorado, um, the contracting command out at um, Fort Carson. We were going to have um, MDA, the Missile Defense Agency, the National Security Agency, um, DOD, Miss uh, Katie Arrington, who's leading the CMMC, the Cyber Maturity Model Certification, um, and several other speakers come out this year and, and talk to everyone and offer opportunities for some one-on-ones. And we were not able to do that because of COVID. And so we're looking at that for 2021 um, and or maybe doing a road show um, with some of the small business offices. So look, look 
for that in 21. We're just trying to figure out how to do that best. And if COVID kind of continues, then maybe we'll just do a virtual event. Um, we also would like to do um, some outreach to um, more distant communities. So expand. Um, we've been talking to folks out in Grand Junction, Durango, maybe doing Cheyenne Mountain um, and greater collaboration with some of the other organizations. So the Colorado Space Business Roundtable, who used to, who's done several roadshows, um, Manufacturers Edge, um, they would like to do a Southern Colorado manufacturing conference. They already do a Northern Colorado manufacturing conference. And so um, we've been looking at maybe partnering with them on that. Um, so I see us kind of expanding our footprint across the state and um, reaching out to those areas that haven't necessarily been fully engaged yet, which offer um, government, part of the government ecosystem, either services or actual companies that do work. You know, as, as Nate and I travel around the state and get to meet companies because of our day jobs, um, I, I'm just amazed by the number of companies out there, the little ones that that do all kinds of great stuff for this country that you probably don't even know about. There's a company up in Castle Rock. Um, um, I'm going to screw up the name. Itera, I believe it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember now. Um, but they, they do the... Um, they provide the software for the National Fire Center to track all the fires we need to um, them and all the assets. Yes, we do. Um, but but it's just a small, like, 10-man company up there. Um, and there's many, many of those all over the state um, who we would like to talk to you and get you out there and get you talking to folks, you know, and, and bring you into the fold, if you will, if you haven't been part of the larger uh, ecosystem and hub. So, again, those are kind of things we're thinking about for 2021. Um, we're trying to make the website more relevant and user-friendly for you guys. Um, and then also bring you activities that other like organizations are doing. So there's several across the United States that are similar to the smalls that offer similar services. And so we're talking to them about maybe doing some, um, cross, um, collaboration on events. So webinars or activities. We did one last year with, um, the Pacific Northwest defense contractors, um, they are interested in doing more with us. So if they put on an event or we put on a webinar that they would invite their folks to attend and we would have access to as well, um, as members of the smalls. Um, I, I just finished, um, finalizing a, an effort with AFCIA and, uh, Rocky Mountain AFCIA chapter and the Hampton Roads, Virginia AFCIA chapter. So on January 28th, we are having a collaborative meeting they are bringing on a U.S. Navy contractor, uh, contracting office from Newport News, and then we are bringing the Space Force uh, small business uh, con small business office here on, and we're going to have each of them on for about ten minutes, and then we're going to have whoever's on the call. They're going to have a network. Um, we we could potentially needs pointing at the podcast. We could potentially pull that in. We'll have to talk to them. But so, anyways, I coordinated that. Um, that was me reaching out to them. Uh, I'm on the FCA board, and so I was I was listening to a best practices um, session that they were having, and I said, "Hey, you know, wouldn't it be good if we can kind of collaborate, small business um, vice presidents and activities together?" Well, I already reached out to the Los Angeles guys. They are also interested in doing some things. So again. There's lots of opportunities for these like organizations to share um, webinars and or information. And so we're going to start doing that a little more in 2021 as well. Um, so look, look forward for those things too. And I've talked a lot. My I was say, take a drink. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to so, start sounding like a sexy uh, jazz singer now. <laughs> that, that reminds me of our friend episode when Phoebe got the cold and she loved her sexy voice. She's she singing and she kept trying to get sick again because she lost the sexy voice. So. Um, so I, I always wanted to be, so little known fact, you guys don't know this about me, but I was in several bands in high school. We used to play in high school gym and stuff and that was my dream of becoming a rock and roll star. But you know, to do that, most of the guys have kind of a, kind of a rougher sounding voice. That's what I was always going for. Yeah. How'd that it wasn't happening. Not very good. And it stayed pretty high too, <laughs> but that's okay. You don't have the hair for it either. I used to. Did you? Did you I, have a man bun? Please tell me you didn't have a man no, bun. No, no. But I had longer curly hair. I'll show you a picture one day. Not saying there's anything against man I bun. I had super curly hair. I could take my curl from my forehead here and pull it down to my chin. Mm. And it would pop back up. You know, I had, when I was at, getting my haircut done last weekend, I talked to them about uh, that uh, the whole mullet is coming back. And they're like, yeah, it's coming back big. Have you seen, do you watch the Pentatonics at all? My wife's a big Pentatonics no. fan, right? Okay, I, I feel you. I can't even say that <laughs> word. I don't even know what you're talking so about. So anyways, one of the singers on there, Google. He's, he's been wearing a mullet now off and on. And I'm like, he's trying to bring the mullet I back. I had a good mullet. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, when I was in middle school, I had the spike up top. I had the long hair in back. Not only did I have long hair in the back. <laughs> did you have the little tail? I, no, I did have a tail at one point, but that's a not the mullet. Tail. I had the full uh, thing in the back of the head, and then I even had that permed. So tight, <laughs> tight perm in the back. Yeah, I was, I was the, you look at mullet. There was a picture of me, I guarantee. Um, so you told a story about you. I'm going to tell the story of Just Nate. Real All quick. right, tell the story of Just Nate. So back in my day um, at a previous company. Um, so a lot of people know me as kind of like the geek, the, uh, the guy that likes technology and beta no. testing things. No, not at all. Um, so anyway, what that means though, is that when I work for a company, I also like efficiencies and to me, technologies, that's what technology is there for is to help make my life more efficient and, and, and a way of making things easier on the end user. So with that in mind, I would always ask, my IT department, hey, can we get cell phones? Hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? And they would always, always tell me no. And in, if anybody knows me at all, you know that anytime somebody says no to me. That's the key to go. That is a key to <laughs> ramp no wonder you and I get. Up. No wonder you and I get along well. <laughs> and I take it as a challenge. You tell me no. Uh, and especially on the DOD side, the government side, I don't care. It, there is no such thing as no. There, what I found in 20 years of doing DOD business is if somebody says no, that just means that you have to fill out a different form because there's always a way to make something happen. So anyway, after years of doing this, even though I got along with our IT department very well, I'd say 90% of them, um, they would, after I, I would just go around them, right? They would tell me no. So I'd be like, okay, well, I'll contact corporate IT. So call them up and they're like, yeah, we'll put you on our beta program for Apple iPhones. Sweet. You just pay for them, which I had a funding source. We paid for them. And then all of a sudden, six months later, the IT department, our local IT department would call me up and say, hey, how'd you do that? We want cell phones now too. And I'm like, well, you just told me no before. So, so anyway, one day. How'd you get to just Nate? Well, that's where I'm getting. <laughs> one day, somebody from our, our, like our, I think it was an IT director at our level was in the hallway with another person in a suit, which has kind of stood out. So I said hi to our director, and uh, they stopped me and said, hey, I want you to meet so-and-so. He was like the vice president of this ma massive corporation and uh, of the IT side. And I said, oh, okay. I, 
and and I was introduced as Nate, and the person in the suit said, "Nate, what? Nate, what?" And the other person's like, "Yeah, we call him just Nate," because whenever Nate would call in and leave a message or oh, it's just Nate. It was just Nate. <laughs> so, well, who is that? It was just Nate. So there you go. That's how I got the just Nate. I am kind of a pain in the butt for some people, but once again, you tell me no. You just gave me permission to move forward. Quick. And it's French. Just. It's just nate. Yeah, just nate. So, so you're in still. <laughs> for, for that lady, that's if, if you're listening to this, the one that called me Juiced, um, I is think great. it's awesome. And uh, I, just so you know, we're, we're never going to say your name, but we're going to probably keep using the Juiced thing for a while uh, because yes. it's comedy gold. And the lady turned so many shades of red. When yeah. I said, are you talking to me? It's just Nate. And you could tell when, when she heard that I didn't speak with a foreign accent, if you will. I'm not saying I speak good English, but uh, no, <laughs> by any means. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she turned multiple shades of red. So you, you did say something that just cued me off, though, too. You, you talked about how you like efficiency and end user, you know, and I think that is why we both enjoy doing stuff for the smalls. It's it's really about finding efficiencies for companies really to help other companies to succeed. And it's really, you know, like I said, we, the, the key thing we learned, you know, this year was networking, 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 collaborate, being collaborative, working with other companies. Well, how do you find those other companies? How do you do the networking? You know, that we are trying to provide those venues, those option opportunities to do that. And I'm surprised that so many people don't know how to do that or don't do that. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, on top of that, the whole network, 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 I would even say relationships are probably the most important thing you will do and you will build. You can build your technical prowess. You can be the best programmer. You can be the best hardware person in the world. But if you have zero relationships with people out there, a company may only be around for X amount of years. Um, but those relationships will, will carry with uh, to the grave. So, I'm huge on that. I think that's huge. And I think that's what you and I have been really trying to, to focus on is that relationship building. If, right. if it does, I can't tell you how many times in the past three years of being part of the smalls that people have come up to me and said, Hey, Nate, what have you ever got out of this? Right. What, right. what you, and, and the answer is never, it's not a monetary thing for me. It's, it's relationship building where if I can help one person do something good with another person, uh, I'm happy. And I if it someday, if that turns around and, and comes back to us to say, Hey, you helped us win this hundred million dollar contract. Do you want to be a sub on this? Or, Great. or you helped us win this hundred million dollars. We'll give you a million dollars. Yeah. That's probably never going to happen, <laughs> but you know, we can entertain that thought. Um, <laughs> Just $1 million. $1 um, so that, no, I agree with you. I think that's kind of what gets us excited about the smalls is us seeing companies get together or, even bidding, not even necessarily winning, but getting together and working on projects. And we do hear that a lot that, you know, you helped us connect with this company or that company, or you opened up the door for us. And, you know, or like even Nate said, we hadn't even thought about doing that before. Um, You know, and it's not necessarily us having direct contact. It's maybe we know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And, And even from your perspective, the listening audience, you know, it's not about we connecting you with this person that, and then that's the answer. It's we connect you to this person who knows that person who knows this, that person. So again, please reach out to us. If you have questions, um, reach out to us about being on the podcast. We're going to start doing blogs and vlogs, uh, next year too. And, and once we uh, do the podcast, we're going to tie that in together as well. 
Um, be a little more active on social media. 2021, the year of smalls 2.0. Yep. Yep. Um, so the last thing I wanted to say to everybody is thank you. And Nate's kind of done that already with <laughs> regard to sponsorship, but, but I really want to thank the larger community, um, at, at, out there. You know, we, we get a lot of positive feedback and again, we're, we're open to hearing the negative feedback too. So please get on the, on our website and, you know, provide us with comments. We're not shy about it. People send me stuff all the time about mistakes we make on the calendars or whatever. And we change those or try to change those. We like constructive criticism. We as do. Well. We do. And we want to be there to serve you, our audience, who is the small government contractor ecosystem, um, I want to say in Colorado, but it, it's now not just Colorado, but um, the focus is still the Colorado ecosystem. And so, you know, it starts, right? I mean, yep. there's nothing that's saying those people that are listening to us nationally and internationally, maybe you need CMMC. Maybe you need a person that we have local here and we can put you in contact with. Right. So that's kind of the whole point. Or you um, can help our clients too, exactly. our, 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 our uh, customers. And and when we were talking about feedback, I mean, if, if somebody out there is saying Dennis needs a raspier voice for this podcast, <laughs> let me know. And I'll try to find an auto tuner <laughs> that we can give him that, that uh, voice he's always wanted. Uh, <laughs> I don't but, think so. So one of the things I want to take on uh, next year is this year I've had some people offer up support and help and, and I'm, I want to start accepting some of that support and help. So like you said, if not only if you want to be on podcast, and I know you said 52, I don't care if we do 100 next year, but if we want to do two or three a week and we have the people that want to get on the air, we can do that, right? We can expand. Um, but at the same time, if, if you're kind of like Dennis and I that, that is very big on the whole networking and, and relationship building, and you want to be part of that, or maybe you're, you're a, a company that's growing and you just want to be part of the ecosystem that we're part of, and you want to help out. Hey, if you got skills you want to help out, we're it's a tool us right now, pretty much. I mean, we've got some other folks that help us out here and there, but full time, it's the two of us that are doing this um, smalls together. So if, if we have somebody that has expertise in post production on podcasts, right, I'll take help. If somebody wants to to be part of the community and, and just invest more time in a nonprofit, that's why we're here. Um, it's it's more about the greater good than it is about yourself. Yes, sir. And so again, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to all the ecosystem members um, from our large primes to the other small government contractors to the service providers, uh, manufacturers, um, construction folks, all the professional organizations out there, all the government, state, federal, local government organizations that help small government contractors to be successful. Um, you guys, every day people are doing things out there that are just amazing. Um, and when COVID hit, you know, there was so many people trying to help small businesses. Um, I know that, you know, there's a lot of issues with all that um, government, larger government support, and did it really help, et cetera, et cetera. However, there was a lot of people who really tried to make a difference and assist those um, struggling. And, and I wanted to thank them, too, for doing all that, going above and beyond I know the Small Business Development Center just had worked crazy hours trying to find out what all of this stuff meant, what kind of uh, benefits were going to be coming out, who was going to be able to get those. Um, we had ICTA on early, um, I think in March or April, to kind of lay things out. And we probably need to revisit with her again on kind of what's next. 
um, and see kind of how that's going to. But again, thank you all so much for everything you do each and every day. And we truly appreciate um, being able to support you guys and being part of the community as well. So just my final note is thank you very much. And I will second that and third that and fourth that. Thanks for everybody, part of the entire ecosystem, for, for reaching out and, and for anybody that supported us um, throughout this year as well. Um, and special thank you to any of those guys that have been with us, guys or gals that have been with us since, since the beginning, October 2017. Um, if you want to reach out to us with anything, you want to get on the podcast, you want to uh, give us constructive criticism. Get events on the feedback, calendar. Events on the calendar. Um, our contact information is on our website, thesmalls.org. Um, our email is smallscolorado at thesmalls.org, or you can email me at justnate at thesmalls.org. Um, that, that'll come to me directly. And uh, I just, yeah, once again, thanks for everything this year. Looking forward to 2021, um, our season two, and a goal of minimum of 52 episodes next year. <laughs> And uh, Dennis will not give you so much caffeine. Yes. No, I need caffeine. And also, I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, May 2021 be the best year yet. (laughs) And if you're just starting out, contact us. We'll try to help you as all that we can. So um, with that, uh, say thanks again. And just Nate, signing off. Happy New Year, everyone. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you at the next episode.